Hey, leaders in training for the New South Conference. Miss Rebecca Tinsley told me a little bit about the program, and I wanted to provide some audio nuggets for you guys. They'll be short, probably about 10 minutes each, and we're going to focus on a particular relationship. I know that when we were talking about the main services, we talked about how God is faithful. What we're going to be talking about today is his legacy and how that's going to impact you as you're transitioning in your life from where you are now to the next stage. So the first scripture I want you to look at is Jeremiah chapter 29 and verse 11. Most of you have probably heard this. Maybe people gave you a card on your graduation day with this scripture on it. And Jeremiah 29 chapter 11 says this, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not harm you give you future and a hope. A future and a hope. That's so uplifting. That's so encouraging. But how are we going to find God's will for our lives? I mean, the Bible clearly says He has plans for us. Where are you going to find those plans? Well, if you go down just a couple scriptures later, Jeremiah chapter 29 and verse 13 says that you will seek me and find me when you search for me with your whole heart. Your whole heart. And what does that mean to seek God with your whole heart? Well, today we're going to start talking about mentors and what mentors are, not just for you to look for, but for eventually you to become a mentor. And before we get started, I want you to know this concept. A voice with no identity has no authority. A voice with no identity has no authority. I want you to think about the relationships that you have in your life, the people you've surrounded yourself with, and think about who you allow to speak into your life. The people that you don't allow to speak into your life, maybe you don't have a good relationship with them or you don't have a relationship at all, right? Nobody listens to strangers. But I want you to think about the people that you have entrusted with your heart, the people that you've shared your life with, and how you allow them to speak into your life. Their words have gravity. Their words have authority. And it's because of their identity, how you view them, and how you see them. Now, in 2 Kings, we're going to be looking at chapter 2 and discussing the mentor relationship between Elijah and Elisha. Elijah and Elisha are two of the most famous prophets in the Old Testament. But what happens is that Elijah calls Elisha to come and follow him. And he says, um, all right. I'm going to follow you. And so what he's doing when Elijah stumbles upon him here is he's plowing a field. He's got some ox. He's got a, a yoke, a wooden yoke that goes between them. And he's taking care of his livelihood. He's taking care of his family. And what he does when he chooses to follow Elijah is to burn everything. There is no going back. In fact, the Bible says that if you want to follow Jesus, you put your hand to the plow and look back. You're not worthy of his calling. So what Elisha is doing is saying, I am all in. I am leaving everything behind. And you, wherever you are graduating, moving into a new season of life, especially in these uncertain times, you are leaving things behind. You know, in 1 Corinthians, Paul says that when he was a child, he spoke like a child. He understood like a child. He thought like a child. But when he became a man, it was time to put away childish things. And I want you to think about that. In this season of transition in your life, when you're moving from one thing to another, what are some things that maybe you have carried with you, but it's time to hang those up? Some of you, you're like, man, you know what? I can't live my life 
six hours a night playing video games. Or maybe you think, man, I can't spend all of my life on TikTok. Or maybe some of you are thinking, I'm starting to feel some strain. I'm starting to outgrow some relationships. I'm starting to outgrow some habits. Hopefully, maybe some bad habits. You're, you're moving beyond those. And I want you to think about that. Because when Elijah called Elisha, it was for a purpose. It was to a calling. And Elisha had to decide, am I going to follow this man of God and learn from him and walk with him, allow him to be my mentor? Or am I going to stick with what I've always known, plowing this field in my parents' household? And for some of you, maybe you're getting ready to make that big move where you're going off to college or you're moving out. And you always want to make sure that you're doing it under authority, under a covering. One of the most dangerous ideas that young people can have is, I can't wait till I'm on my own. And I tell my youth group this, when you see people out there who are doing all these crazy things and you think, man, I can't believe that they would do that. They grew up in church, they knew the word of God. Well, here's the newsflash. They didn't just move out and decide to do it. Chances are they've always wanted to do it. And now they just have the freedom and the liberty and the opportunity to do what was already in their heart. So Elisha, he doesn't even think twice. He follows Elijah and he decides, the identity that I ascribe to you, who you are gonna be in my life is somebody that I trust, someone I'm gonna allow to speak into my life, someone I'm gonna receive from. And I wanna encourage you to take stock of your life and look around, do you have someone that you can follow as a mentor? Now, I'm not telling you to set your car on fire or burn down your parents' house and go and follow them. What I'm saying is a voice with no identity has no authority. And in this new season in your life, you're going to need some guidance. So seek a mentor. Find somebody who can lead you in the right way. And now we're going to talk about what that means because Elijah tells Elisha, Hey, you know, you've been following me for a while. And he says, if you can have something, if you wanted something before I go, because he knew his time was short. He said, if I could give you something before I go, what would you want? And Elisha says, I want a double portion of your anointing. A double portion of your anointing. That's, that's a very interesting thing to ask, especially of a man of God of Elijah's caliber. You know, you think of a, a famous athlete. Nobody wants to be the guy who follows like Michael Jordan, right? You play with Michael Jordan and he retires and you're on the team and they're like, are you going to be better than Michael Jordan? Or think about this. Everybody hates to think about this. Jesus had biological brothers and sisters. How would you like to be one of Jesus' biological brothers or sisters? No pressure, right? Why can't you be more like Jesus? So I want you to think about the mentor that you have in your life. When you choose them, when you go looking for a mentor, it should be someone that you want to emulate, someone you want to style your life after. And we're going to look at in our next little nugget segment what it means to really and truly follow someone. But right now, we're just talking about what to look for in a mentor. Well, a mentor, the first thing you need to look for in a mentor is someone who has a strong relationship with Christ. I would even challenge you to find someone with a stronger relationship than what you have right now. Someone who's been walking with the Lord more, someone who has uh, overcome some trials. So don't just be like, man, I'm a young man and I need to find a mentor. And oh, hey, that little girl over there looked pretty good. You know, we graduated high school together and I want her to be my mentor. No, no, no. That's not what we're looking for. You need to look for someone who has overcome some challenges, 
someone who has been through some things, who is older in the Lord. Now, typically they'll be older than you, but definitely older in the Lord. Because let's say you find somebody you say, oh, well, I'm 18 and this guy's 30, so I want him to be my mentor. Well, what if he just got saved last week? You want someone who is more established in the faith. The second thing that you want in a mentor, because we are talking about you finding a mentor, the second thing you want to find in a mentor is someone who has an accountability structure because it's no good for you to go and find someone and be led by that person who themselves is not being led. Everything that Christ did, everything that God has kind of protocol and pattern in the Bible, it is in order, it is in authority. And so when you look for someone, don't just look for someone older in the faith who's got a bad attitude. Find someone older in the faith who is established in their faith in an accountability system, whether that's an associate pastor who has a pastor over him, whether he's a pastor who reports to a presbyter or however that works, someone who has an accountability system, that's the second thing we look for a mentor. And finally, the third thing that we look for in a mentor is someone who has grace for a mentee. Because sometimes we find somebody and they're so successful or they're so amazing and we're like, man, I just want to sit and learn on that person. I just want to sit and learn on that person. And some people who are good candidates for mentorship are too busy or they don't have that that grace for a mentee the thing about being a mentor is you also have to be prepared to step into that role so maybe someone you think oh that would be amazing maybe at this season at this time it's just not the right time for them so you have to find someone not just who is able but also willing the bible says that god chooses people who are willing and able and i don't want you chasing down your pastor like i need you to mentor me i want you to use wisdom And the three things that I want you to begin looking for in a mentor, someone established in the faith, someone who has an accountability system, and someone who has grace to mentor you. So that's kind of where I'm going to draw this first little nugget to a close. We're going to continue talking about Elijah and Elisha in our LIT session two. Thanks for tuning in.